back to case and punt uh i'm ryan i'm Keyshawn. Uh, i'm aiden and i'm gay <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding my friends call my friends call me brady <laughs> but none of you are my friends all right what a good start all right so what's going on everybody um yeah i got a question for you uh, yeah what's up um if uh if if they have, uh, you know how Amazon's like getting like, uh, the, like Fury. I can't remember his friggin' name. Uh, the guy who plays Fury in the Marvel universe. Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. They're getting his voice. Would you buy like Amazon Alexa just for that? No, I love Alexa's voices. I already have an Alexa, but I like Alexa's voice as it is. It's very calming. Does, oh, come it, on. You... Will it be like rated R? Alexa? Because so. then I'd get I, it. I would assume so. I was about That'd to be... say, like, I have the Alexa. I would definitely pay extra to get Samuel L. Jackson's voice, though. Really, you would just to hear like, For like, sure. like yes. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Alexa, what's the weather? And he goes like, "Go outside yourself, motherfucker!" Like you just just to hear that, you'd pay extra. One hundred and fifty. Well, it depends how much, right? But like a hundred percent. Yeah, like that would be hilarious. Yeah, that would make me want to get up. Actually, it it, it would be pretty funny. Actually, yeah, you'd wait, back. You'd wait, wake you up with a dress him as Samuel. Like Samuel, turn the lights off. I don't know. That would be <laughs> that would be really funny. Or say his full name. I want to know like <laughs> Samuel time, Jackson. Every time you have to say Samuel L. Jackson instead of just saying Alexa, Samuel L. Jackson. What's the weather? Samuel L. Jackson. What time is it? Exactly. That's terrible. I don't know. I get that. That sounds like a money maker to me. For uh, sure. I mean, yeah, I That's hilarious. What's Alexa's last name? <clears throat> Amazon. Uh, nice. <laughs> no, Alexa a. is the last name. It's Amazon Alexa. Yeah. Oh. Is it Alexa, comma Amazon? That's a good point. Um. All right. Well, do you guys want to uh, talk about what we got going on today? I think so, but I think before we do that, Brady, um, you had a pretty pretty cool experience uh, a little bit ago. You want to tell us about that? I I do. I shot be a careful uh... here, Brady, because <laughs> because you don't know if you're allowed to say what you're going to be saying. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a golfing joke, and you, I was going to say, "Oh, I shot an 89." Oh, and I would have thrown hands, Brady. Game. And then talk <laughs> talk about it for half an hour. No, um. I, uh... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Boys, if if I shoot if I shoot an eighty nine, I'm playing on Friday. If I shoot an eighty nine, you're never gonna hear the end of it. I'll quit case and punt. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Brady. All right, so in the summer, um, <laughs> in the summer, <laughs> my <laughs> relax. <laughs> I haven't even I haven't even started Brady, my story the yet. Summer was like freaking a week ago, dude. <laughs> it's literally October eighth. <laughs> The way he yeah, said summer, summer went to like the twenty fourth, dude. Come on now. Okay, all right. A few months ago, um, <laughs> it was last so, month. I want right, to be. Ryan, this one, this one's not going to come out either. The timeline is not important. No, I'm talking about when we first won the the yeah the prize. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm on board. It's my story. Just let me finish the sentence. Okay. 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 So. A few months ago, my dad entered a contest through Bacardi to be like this. Um, it's like a big Blue Jays, Toronto Blue Jays package. 
Um, you know, we live just inside Huge of an hour. Package. I already messed up my story. An expanding package. See, oh I say God. package <laughs> one time. These, <laughs> these fifth graders. Okay. So we live like an in, we live inside of an hour from Toronto. So we're all big uh, Blue Jays fans. Um, me personally, I'm a Raptors and Leafs fan. I'm all, all Toronto, but the other guys are not. Um, just relax. Town <clears throat> hero. So um, <laughs> we're good. We're good. he 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 enters the uh, he enters the contest. Doesn't really. Think a few months later, he gets a phone call saying he's the grand prize winner. But by then, he forgot what the contest even was. It turns out him and a guest, which is myself, get to go to Toronto. All expenses paid. Well, we had to drive in, so they didn't pay for that. But if we, if they if they had the, if they had to fly us in, that would have been covered. We got put up at a a nice hotel downtown. Nice ten minute walk from the dome. Sky Dome, that is. Roger Center, that is. I'm just listing all the uh, synonyms. Uh, we call it the Dome, though, because it's a big retractable roof where the Toronto Blue Jays play. Um, and that's where the Raptors actually had their first couple games at Roger Center. So a little, little fun fact there. A little trivia. Um, and the Argonauts, but whatever. So, you know, he, he calls me at work, and I'm, I'm so excited, and I can't wait to go. And we got a... You get a full uniform. It's kind of like the concept is Blue Jay for a day. So we show up there 7 a.m. in the morning. We go for registration and we go down to the field. They take us to the, uh, these locker rooms, not the actual locker rooms. They're kind of like this secondary locker room area for maybe like minor clubs or stuff, something. And there's like our name. It's like a big locker room. Our names, our name plates are everywhere. So it's like Barrow. And um, we can get a customized jersey, whatever we wanted. We, had, we got the whole uniform, hat. Jersey, undershirt, belts, pants, socks, glove, everything. And uh, I got I got Bobichette. My dad got Vladimir Guerrero Jr. because those are the two pretty much best prospects in baseball, and uh, they had a promising season this year. So it was really cool. We thought we'd get that um, in their rookie season because the jerseys were two seventy dollars. What it was what they were worth? I was on the tag, so it's pretty pricey. So just just the, sh- the jersey alone is almost three hundred bucks, let alone the whole uniform. And everything else, and um, yep. we look at these. Got these like baseball cards on top of the shelf of our, of our locker, and it says your coaches for today. <clears throat> so it's because we we knew there's going to be a couple alumni players here to coach us, but we had no idea who. We didn't know if it was going to be like Joe Carter or Carl- Carlos Delgado. Was if it's going to be like JP or CBR or Ricky Romero, like someone lame like that. We had no idea. Um, it turns out uh, we look at the baseball cards. It's Roberto Alomar, Jesse Barfield, and Dwayne Ward. And if you don't know the Blue Jays, you probably won't know those players. But they're like three of the uh, most famous, accomplished Blue Jays in history. Uh, especially Roberto Alomar, he's probably the most famous Blue Jay of all time. His number is retired. He's the only only the second Blue Jay to have his number retired. The first, I mean, well, the second one was uh, Roy Holiday after he passed away. Um, He's a Hall of Famer, 12-time All-Star, like 10-time Gold Glover. So that means the best at his position defensively. And so we were so hyped. You know, we get changed. Everybody's looking snazzy. And we go down to the field. And, you know, all the coaches are right there. We go through a bunch of drills. It was really cool taking ground balls from Roberto Alomar. And my dad was just fanboying out the whole time. because You know, that was his childhood. So he had a fantastic time. And... You know, we do all that stuff. Um, we go up to the clubhouse for lunch. You know, just f- it's sponsored by Bacardi. Wow, that was sick. that's so loud. 
What was? What did you just do? <laughs> I didn't do shit. <laughs> Brian, you, you have a bag of chips? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, see, I thought I muted myself. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was you. So that was you last time I was eating the chips? <laughs> Shut up, Brian. <laughs> That was that was me. That was me. The hidden, the hidden episode. Oh yeah. I don't know how to work it. Discord yet. I thought I muted myself. Well, you didn't. So. Well, yeah. I think it's this button here. Yeah, there's a clear mute button right there. Did you no, I got it. Me? I got it. I pressed the <laughs> headphones instead. <laughs> that solved it. Any. Anyways, uh, it's just free free booze. You know, we're, we, I got a beer in one hand and a co- um, rum and coke in the other hand, and we're massive. Having the time of our lives, and a couple of the current Blue Jays came up and said hi to us. Uh, Roddy Telez and Trent Thornton, to name a couple. Not big guys, but you know, just it was pretty cool to meet them and get their pictures. And and we played a scrimmage at the end of the in the morning. I forgot to say, and it was totally legit. They had the cameras out. We did old Canada. There was a batting lineup on the wall, and we did all that kind of stuff. I I got a hit and I got on board. And then this is the guy after me got a hit. I went first to third, and I, as I'm rounding third, Roberto Olivar is my third base coach, and he's like rounding me across third. But you have no idea; those bases are so far apart. I was winded, but <laughs> I, uh, I I scored, so that was pretty cool. And I was up on the jumbotron and everything, and they had walk up music and everything. It was really cool. Did you sell me pretty hard? Yep. Yeah. What yep. was your lock off walk on music? I walk my walk up song. Yeah. Was uh can't stop by the Chili Peppers. Nice. And my dad's was, uh, yep. Oh wow! Cool. I don't, Why I don't did you pick King Kunta? <clears throat> my King Kunta was my first choice, but then my dad said that was too lame, so he said <laughs> I did a. <laughs> I changed it. <laughs> so okay, really quick before we go back to your story, um, Ryan and Aiden, if you guys could have a walk-up song, what would it, what would your walk-up song be? Um, I don't know. Hold on, I'd have to think about that. Let me get back to you. Okay. I- I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Yeah, going back, was... going back, yeah. I change it to "Knocking on the Door" by the Arkells. <clears throat> Sick. Mm, yeah, that's a really a good, good one. one. It's yeah. a pretty good pump up. Yeah. Can I do yeah, "Photograph" I... by Nickelback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's uh, instead of "Photograph," it's just "Graph." So it's the look at this graph. Look at this graph. I listen to that before my races to get pumped Terrible. up. Actually. Um. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'd probably go King Kunta. I, like it, it, it is a good question because like my, it would get changing. Like I would change mine like pretty often. Like as soon as I like get out of a like like when I'm in a in a hitting streak, like I wouldn't. But uh, as soon as like I'm like I need a new song, or like as soon as like I'm not hitting well, I'll, I would change it up for sure. Yeah, I could see like uh, like High Hopes still is a, is one that just absolutely bangs by Panic at the Disco. That one still bangs. Ooh, fucking problems by ASAP Rocky. Oh, there you yeah. go. That's a good one. That's um, lots of uh, lots swear words in those two songs, Ryan. Are you not allowed to swear on them? No. How about uh... anyways? Can uh, I do pretty the Ruby Sandstorm. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's yeah for sure. For sure. Most okay, definitely. So you you, you uh, most definitely. <laughs> uh, so so you uh. You scored. You got to. You got to run. Big walk. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. Morning's over. We go. You know, we go to clubhouse. Get drunk. Whatever. It's like eleven a.m. Then we go back. We go back to our hotel. We kind of chill. Take a nap. We have, there's a rooftop pool. So we went in there for a bit. And then we we go back to the suite. And um, we've got like an executive suite in the outfield for the game. There's like couches, TVs, a bar, buffet, 
and nice seats to go watch the game in. Uh, the, the Blue Jays got trampled. Awful game. We faced the uh, Orioles. The event where um, kind of like through Bacardi, so they're like bar owners and professional mixologists and stuff like that. So the one guy owned a bar down the street, and he's like, "Hey, like Berto, like want to swing by after the game?" He's like, "Oh, sure, sure, sure." And then like we kind of like we kind of meant like, "Ah, oh, he's just being nice, like whatever." He's a uh, He's not actually going to come. So we, we pulled up there after, and then he was actually there. And we're like, oh, my God. And he was he was drinking. He was having a good time. He was he was dancing to the music. Just um, a lot, 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 lot of Spanish. And you know, we got there, had a good time. He, he bought us tequila shots, and it, it was lots of fun. And then, um, yeah, we, we had a really good night. Just low-key with Roberto Alomar. It was really cool. Um, a- afterwards, we did end up going to kind of like a VIP club. So that was pretty cool to uh, get the VIP treatment um, with this uh, celebrity, pretty much, who's the most yeah. famous guy in Toronto. And yeah, it was really cool to be a part of his little entourage for the night. And it was just unreal night, start to finish. Uh, we couldn't believe the day we had me and my dad. So definitely going to be day. on it. I'm not even a big Blue Jays fan, but I was insanely jealous when you were telling us the story. Like, it sounds like you just had a blast. So that's pretty sick. Oh, uh, it was crazy. I got tons of pictures and, and videos. So. Um, that you, you guys end up doing anything at night? I, I, I just said everything we did at night. Yeah. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I got some stories for Patreon members only. Um, for sure. For sure. Yeah, Patreon. So, so, Mitch, if you're if you're listening to this one, we're going to come over to your house and tell you, that, tell you those stories. Ryan's, yeah. Ryan's <laughs> trying to ship out all of our Patreon content in the normal podcast. Whoa, I didn't say anything. <laughs> He tried it. I've been sitting. I've been sitting here eating my chips, eating myself. You know, case in point, the uh, we uh, we're very professional here. We need money. We don't get paid enough to not eat on the job. I have. I have, I, I, have don't, I don't get paid enough to eat. I don't get paid enough to. Uh, I don't know. Eat. Yeah. Yeah. There like you he, go. Like he said he stole yeah, mine. Yeah. Um. All right, well, yeah, let's get into let's let's get into the. Uh, yeah. Sorry, what were you saying, Ryan? Do you have meat and potatoes? Yeah, we can get into the uh, the football part of the episode. So ninety uh, percent of our listeners are going to tune out now. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, see you guys. We, yeah, see you, see you later. Uh, thanks for coming. Follow up uh, at Brady Barrow. <laughs> um, but Brady, for for quite a bit on our on our docket to talk about, um, Megatron came out with a with a with a statement do you want to do you want to go into that a little bit yes yeah, so Guys, can you hear me can you hear me yep I'm yes blind. i'm blind <laughs> Ryan, did you was that necessary they didn't yeah, even my fit. um my didn't connection even... went down to like critical levels so i would just want to <laughs> you know, critical levels it was, was uh, things like beep like, like a red light beeping and like mayday critical yeah, levels yeah I just wanted to make sure you guys could still hear me. We're good. Yeah, yeah for sure. We're good. Okay, so it came out, what, like two weeks ago now, I think? Yeah, I we think it's so, around there. That Calvin Johnson, a.k.a. Megatron, I think he'll be in the Hall of Fame. Do you guys think so? Oh, easily. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, and he said that he, um, so one of the best receivers of all time, He his, his career was cut short. He retired early, but... Who knows what numbers he would have put up. But he said that he smoked weed every day to avoid using opioids because obviously there's a very high addiction rate to opioids and it's a downward spiral for there. I'm sure Ryan would know more about the use of opioids if you want to quickly. 
do that. I mean, you covered pretty much all the bases. I mean, th- like things like T1 and uh, T1s, like Tylenol 1s, uh, are what they use for pain sometimes. Um, and they're they're typically pretty strong, so they can make you... I think if you take enough of them, you, you definitely feel like... Not hallucinogenic, maybe, but like you're definitely feeling like you're on, on a cloud. You're floating, but, uh, you're floating for sure. A lot of people don't are like recently are not trying to use them because... Uh, typically, like once you run out of your T1s that you're di- like prescribed, then you start using stuff that's similar to it, like opio- other opioids. So, yeah, I mean, in the long term, I feel like I, I don't know. I guess it's not my place to say, but uh, marijuana probably was a better choice for Megatron. Yeah, exactly. I had way less side effects. I don't. I'm pretty sure marijuana is not addictive, and uh, here in Canada, it is, at least, but it's not. Ours. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Here in Canada, at least, there's a lot of we've been having an opioid crisis recently, and um, you know, my dad and mom, both in the uh, pharmacy and hospital business, they they know that a lot of opioid overdose and deaths because of it have been happening. So it is a serious uh, drug and matter. But what what kind of what what came out of this kind of with Megatron and now Percy Harvin also coming oh, out uh, saying he smoked a lot of the weed? Keyshan, you gonna say something or? Uh, I'm I was blind. He's blind. He's blind. He can't hear. <laughs> hello, hello. No, I was gonna yeah, say, yeah. uh, how just how easy is it to avoid being caught? Because now we have three players: Chris Long, Calvin, and Percy, saying they smoke like every day. Um, yeah, I just like to say, rack them up, baby. Yeah, sorry, boys. Uh, my uh, my internet cut out there. I don't know. I said way back, like when we first maybe started the podcast, we talked about it. But I was kind of saying that um, if if one person can get away with it, then there's a hundred percent more, lots more probably people doing the same. So yeah, I so feel I, like I, if you don't get caught once, you're never gonna get caught. I don't think. Yeah. So that's what I'm gonna go into now. So every player knows that there's a preseason drug test. So if you pass that, then the league is less likely to test you during the season. So all players have to do is stay clean for that one month at the during the preseason, and they can be more than f- they can be more free and willing to use during the season because they're less likely to be targeted. But if you fail that first test in the preseason, the league will test you the way more often during the year, leading to getting caught more often than people who were u- clean during the initial test. So, yeah, yeah. so you get someone like Josh Gordon, who's like. Uh, unknown previous user has uh, tested positive previously. Yeah, um, he's going to get tested way more often. Obviously, Chris Long never got caught, so he yeah. was probably never tested. Yeah, so, like, like the, uh, there's the, something the, wrong with the way they test it because. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think that they should be getting suspended for smoking marijuana, regardless. But that's just my opinion. Uh, other than that, I mean, like, there's like pros and cons to. It as from a health perspective, but definitely better than opioids, in my opinion. Yeah, like we no, won't. We won't yeah, sure. I think I think we all agree on that. I I also agree on that. Um, I'm just saying, as it stands right now, the NFL the rule is no weed. Yeah. So if someone's smoking up and they catch them through a right, I think it should be only a random drug test. It shouldn't be a scheduled test that every player knows when it's coming and they can easily pass it and then kind of fly under the radar for the rest of the season. Yeah, but I think I think it is supposed to be randomized. It is it supposed is to randomized. be. There's no schedule. You can't just be like, oh, I have my drug test coming up in four weeks. I won't smoke f- until then. Well, there's oh. a... I forget the player. Uh, he wrote an article 
uh, after Calvin came out and the player, I forget who it was, but it was like a special teams guy. He said that like every player knows of the this one preseason one that they kind of set the initial year on. Yeah, that one might be known, but like throughout yeah, the, the, the season, it's it's random, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, but or people, random in quotation marks, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, random by uh, if you fail, they use that first one to kind of determine how they're gonna quotation randomly select people. So if you passed, if you passed the first test in preseason that the players are aware of beforehand, then they're not gonna target you as much and kind of select their random pool from the the random pool is going to be the players who kind of failed that test and then they are randomly selected and i think the players who passed that first test aren't really even a part of that random selection as proven by three people so far and i think there's going to be more so oh absolutely i mean i said that like way back like if one's going to get away with it you know that more we're going to be getting away with it yeah, I think like I think when we had our argument, it was a bit uh, we both kind of misunderstood each other because I agree with you on that. The, my only thing was they should keep the drug test, just make everything purely random, so we can actually have a shot at catching people like this. And then I also think that the weed should just go away, and the players should be allowed to smoke weed because there's honestly no performance enhancement in it. In it, it's like, better than okay. It's better so than when I say it should go away, I mean like I think that they shouldn't be able to be suspended for smoking weed recreationally i think it should be i think the league should leave it up to the teams to decide like um like obviously like like the sanctions on it like you can't smoke it during like during practice on premises um before the day of like of a game like i think it should be up to the team like each team to set those types of things um it shouldn't be an nfl thing especially because some more and more states are going to be legalized right yeah and i have a i can relate that to something i learned in toronto i'm going to be very general here because sewer the person or the team but i was talking to a a big league guy um he had a lot of connections in the professional sports nfl and um he's talking about another league which i'm not going to even say the league name but it's a professional sport league and he said he knows the owner and the owner has a very hey, you can smoke weed, you can smoke it on your own time. It's against the league rules, so you can be fined for it, just like the NFL. But if you um, if you're, you can't smoke weed like during practice or show up high or during team meetings or games, but other than that, you're free to use it. It's kind of like, I don't care, um, just don't tell me kind of thing. And that's like the owner of a team saying that so if he's like that i'm sure other owners are like that as well and we just don't know about any of it so i I remember so when you when you first told us that i was like honestly kind of i was blown away at first but then it makes sense like owners want to put uh like the best the best field the best team possible and if like you know there's so many medical benefits to marijuana yeah um that like uh i don't know if you guys remember uh, monroe he was a tackle or guard for the ravens i believe he's an offensive lineman for the ravens um, he put an article on the Players Tribune called, uh, I think it was just called the T Train, and so pretty much like it, every week, there's people getting, I, th- I think the drug's called Toradol. They they were getting Toradol shots, and um, so when he retired from the league, he became like a, a like a big user of marijuana to help combat the pain. Yeah. Um, and so like honestly, like it 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 doesn't really surprise me. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like that that like some owners are like you know, all right with it. Because like I said, you want to put the best players on the field. 
Yeah, exactly. And the thing with the team I'm talking about, just to go back for a second, um, there was this one player he was using, uh, he was smoking weed a lot, and he was kind of like their star player. So it's kind of like, does a, does an owner want to make a business decision? Because sometimes the owners don't really care how the team does. Or, I mean, I guess they do because if they do better, more money. But even if they're bad, if you take away that player, that's a it's a lot of money you're missing out of. So it's kind of like... Oh, for sure. So that, that And then that relates back to Megatron because a lot of people were talking about a big conspiracy theory just in sports in general with even if Megatron is caught, can would the league overlook it and be like, hey, we caught you. We know you're smoking, but we're going to ignore it because you bring in a ton of money. And especially with a team like Detroit, it was 0-16. Calvin Johnson was all they had. So if yeah. you take if you take Calvin away, you're taking away you're just like throwing away that entire franchise until they're they turn 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 over. And that's like millions of dollars coming out of Detroit that would be lost because you yeah. take Calvin Calvin out. Because people would only go to Lions games just to see Calvin because he's the best receiver ever. Or yeah, that he was not not ever, but stupid. Well, he's you know he's one of one of like one of the top five, probably five receivers top. Yeah, five, yeah, I say top five receivers in the league in, in league yeah. history. So it's kind of um, like even if a player like him is caught, like if Patrick Mahomes is caught, if Sidney Crosby's caught, are they going to actually suspend them for the whole year, or are they just going to turn a blind eye because they follow the rules and they're good players? Of course, I'm just hypothetically, yeah. you know. Um, no, I got, I got you. I, got I, you think, sure. I think another important point is that the owners honestly don't care; they just want their best players out there. Yeah, yeah, they want sure. the best players, and they want it's best players and best money profit scenario. So yep. that in, that includes not suspending players, not sewering your own team. Um, but some people don't care. Like I know Bill Belichick. If you get a DUI, no matter who you are, you're cut. You're off the team. If you're late for a meeting, like Jonas Gray, he scored four touchdowns in that divisional game in the playoffs. The next, he was late the next morning. He's cut. Yeah, yeah but the the thing is, like those are players are that are expendable. If, if Tom Brady did that, they're not going to cut him. There's zero percent chance. Yeah, yeah, zero. for sure. Yeah, I think, and then that's what I'm saying again with uh, high profile, like big players that would cost you the franchise. I think they're going to turn a blind eye every time, unless it's like something that's clearly inexcusable, like murders. But then again, like that, but... then again, like you can you can make the argument that like a guy like Tom Brady would never would never do that. He'd never be like for meeting. He'd never get a DUI. I don't think Tom Brady really drinks. Uh, anybody can chug anybody, but he could. It could happen to anybody, man. It's it's still it, possible. Like it could, it could, but like it's those, unlikely. Those, but it could. those guys, yeah, it's very unlikely for you know Tom Brady to be late, Patrick Mahomes to like you know get a DUI. Like those guys are there. There's like you know there's a reason that those guys are considered like franchise guys and because they're good people, yeah. they're good in the locker room and stuff like that. So yeah, you know, uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up. It's kind of unrelated, but on the same on the same train. I don't know. I like the, the way I kind of think it is that like it it should just be illegal. I mean. If players are using it to escape opioids, I don't think that they should be punished for that. Uh, but it should be used in a respectful way to the team. But but saying that, the onus should also be on the team to make sure that the players are using it in a responsible way, so they're not changing like their their lifestyle for the negative. Like for example, Josh Gordon obviously had problems, and um, the the Browns wanted to move on from him. That's fine. But you know, you got to commend the Pats for being unable to like stick it stick with them and help him get to the place he's in now because he's an in- integral part of their offense right now. So Yeah, and he's, do- sure. he's doing pretty well, I think, with his lifestyle and where he's at in his life because you take away a weed for him because it's either 
he's doing coke or he's doing weed and weed is his coping mechanism for staying away from the harder drugs so then for, you get in a for league. someone like gordon though like i think he's at the point where he's like uh it's probably an he should be taking nothing now because if you start taking again, it's just going to spiral probably. Yeah. So I think at, at this point, like even if they legalized weed, that it probably wouldn't help him much because I don't think he'd be wanting to take it just because of his, I don't know, I guess maybe addictive nature. I, I don't really know his life, but it seems to that he was addicted to a, a bunch of stuff and he had a tough time shaking them. So, yeah, I'm just saying that if, if we, if he was using weed for the purpose of that's his coping mechanism and that's, what keeps him away from the other stuff uh, that's why i meant it as but yeah i under, yeah I, for sure i, yeah, I, know I get I, that for other players too like ones yeah. that like are like megatron and wanted to escape opioids right like yeah i don't know it, it, it's like a it's a give and take too right yeah because well, the problem is like things like t1 can be prescribed by a, a team doctor doctor i'm pretty sure yeah I mean, this and that's is... not just a problem with sports, but that's a problem in the entire healthcare systems of both the states and Canada. Like, they, there should be better programs to help deal, like, and wean yourself off from opioids. Yeah, they they just dish opioids out like it's nothing, like it's candy. Yeah, yeah. pretty much in Canada, at least. So, it's there should of... be some follow up programs to. Sorry to cut you off, Aiden. No, there should be right. some follow up programs, whether it's in the NFL or not, um, that help players like successfully transition off of. To, like T1s, right? And so yeah. they don't have to go to the street and get opioids because they're addicted to the T1s. For sure. I think that's a big issue that people aren't aware of. And I hope that uh, more NFL players can open up about it so that the NFL can make a new resource or something like that or additional funding to wean the players off of such opioids or whatever else they're using. Obviously, it's kind of like a uh, no brainer point, but. Um... Like weed has to become legal all over the states before the NFL allows it to be used in their league. Yeah, yeah. I remember I brought up that point when we talked about it with Josh Gordon way back, and like I wish it wasn't true, but like it's it's hard to make something legal in the game that is like illegal in the in the state that they're in. Yeah, and like of some states it's legal, some states it's legal, some states it's not legal, so it's not fair to like the whatever 24 teams that are in illegal states and then like the other eight teams that are in legal states or whatever the math is. Well, one has to fly out to Denver to go smoke. Well, that's the thing, right? Like I, I firmly believe that it would create an unfair advantage for, um, teams that their states yeah. allow that. Like, cause that, like, that's just not fair. Right. And I mean, yeah. it's not much but of it's an not advantage. a performance enhancing drug. No, 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 you're right. But it's like, <laughs> But it, helps. It, it it would help players relax and it would create like create a better environment for players right like i don't think there would be so much tension look i, I think that i think the, the major point is that yes whoever said that it would have to be legal in all states that's true before the nfl would look at it but um i think in forethought maybe uh if the republicans aren't nominated again then the democrats would probably have a more progressive um look on legalizing the rest of the states um, obviously it started in California, which was a, is the most progressive state. Um, I don't know. I, I think that these guys are going to be smoking weed no matter what. Right. So like whether they're doing legally or not legally, it's going to happen. That's, that's just the way, I don't know. It yeah. is. Same thing with the same thing with a lot of things too, like, like gun control. Like you can, you can take away, you can 
illegalize guns or it's like okay well it's now they're gonna purchase it legally or illegally like if you're gonna rob a bank you're gonna get the gun no matter what or if you're gonna shoot a school up you're gonna get the gun no matter what like the law isn't gonna stop you if you're set on doing the thing the same thing with this the drugs so if, if you're gonna smoke weed you're gonna do it whether it's illegal or legal yeah, and yep. I think it's going to take a lot of players that come out, and I think Megatron and Chris Long and uh, Percy Harvin coming out and saying it, it's going to take an army of people coming out and saying that we were using for the yeah. NFL to be like, well, man, if everybody's using, then like, why do we even have this? Like, why is this even Ill- illegal, right? Like, then yeah. if people start saying it and like more and more and more and more and more come out, then maybe they'll have a better uh, outlook on it, or maybe even try to train change it yeah i think it'll take a while just because the nfl likes to take a long time on such such issues and they don't like to act um uh to prevent these kind of things they like to just kind of react to it and not prevent it but i i know in the next decade i hope something can can be in place yeah something Um, that makes being in the NFL is more sustainable. I mean, yeah. I think I think NFL will be is going to be one of the first major sports to to go just because of the injury and like the nature of the game. Um, so anything to to like help lengthen careers for people, I guess, would help. Yeah, there's no, there's no, uh, not it's it can't get too much safer, right? Unfortunately, um, like you know, like hockey itself as a game, it's very physical, but, um. It doesn't. It doesn't take like as much of a toll on you just because like even though the hits are harder in 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 hockey, they aren't as frequent. But the nature of the game in football, like Ryan said, it's very yeah. very unsustainable. Yeah, and uh, I think I think from a player's perspective, it, it's hard to say what their perspective is because I'm not a player. But if I had to wager a guess, it's a lose lose scenario for them. Like if they take weed, then they run the risk of being suspended. Um, but if they take the stuff that's prescribed, maybe T1s. I don't know if T1s even legal. I guess it would be in the in NFL. It's up to the team doctors, right? Um, but if it is, then they run the risk of being addicted to it, right? Like that's a lose lose. Yeah, it really is. And like they say, like almost every single player by like week seven or something like that is playing with some sort of injury. Like even the special teamers, like nobody's healthy. Um, and then so like you know they're gonna do something, and if weed's illegal. They're going to turn to something that is legal in the NFL, and that's how uh, you end up with stories like, um, shoot, what's his name? The Fridge. What's his real name? William Perry? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, he's like just oh, like addicted to drugs now and broke. So that's nice. what uh, – that's what. Yeah, the, uh, he know, just like did a commercial, I believe. William Perry, really? Yeah, The Fridge. I believe he was yeah. just in a – in a yeah. commercial. Um, just run. to keep this moving, because Aiden says we're at 35 minutes. Um, Probably 40 what, now. What, what did you guys want to do? Uh, talk about next? Yeah, um, well, we can go into... Do you guys want to talk about the uh, how, uh, how, how they're going? Our predictions? Yeah, you just cut out, but I'm going to guess you're going to talk about like um, predictions so far this season. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry. Um, I was going to say, let's talk about the uh, the Rookie of the Year's. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, or, like, I think it's episode six. We all dished out our talk on rookie of the year, and uh, 
so I went with Brady and I both for offensive rookie of the year. We'll start with that. Uh, went with Josh, and um, there's a there's a good chance that we're right. Um, my favorite right now, my 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 pick right now would be Gardner Minshew if he can keep this up. I think the guy's playing absolutely unreal. Um, but Josh Jacobs has put him, given himself like a a good good shot at winning rookie of the year. He's been very very good for Oakland. Anybody else? Well, who wants to go next? Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, hey, I thought you were going to continue there. He was abrupt. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a tough ending. <laughs> yeah, no, my my original picks were, I think, uh, my offensive was TJ Hawkinson. And I was right for one week. So I'll, one week. I'll take that he, he, to the bank. He looked like the um, best tight end in NFL history for one week. Look, look pretty yeah. good. <laughs> and uh, my defensive was Devin White, who is obviously not a good pick. He'll need some developing. Um, yeah, he, hindsight he 2020. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> my new pick right, would be uh, really... uh, Darnell Savage. Yeah, there if you he's go. healthy. If he's healthy. Um, well, now you just jinxed him apparently, but um, it just this uh, this just came up actually on my uh, on my timeline. Minshew mania, though. So he's apparently on pace to break um, the NFL rookie passing touchdown record. Let's go. The NFL rookie touchdown interception ratio record Let's and go. the NFL rookie passer rating record. Let's go. So, uh, like I said, he keeps this up. He should realistically win rookie of the year. It's not like a. It's not necessarily like a super strong class either. Um, no. Nick Foles is literally shaking right now. Well, Nick Foles isn't getting his job back. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew has that down on the lock, but well, like, yeah. that's to be for seen, now. But yeah. for now, yeah, but. Um, his his schedule no, coming wait, wait, wait. up. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to just say his schedule coming up to see. It's Saints, Bengals, Jets, Texans, Colts, Titans, Bucks, Chargers, Raiders, Falcons, Colts. It's pretty balanced, actually. There's some good teams so, in there. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty fifty-fifty. But I think if he keeps up this rate, I don't know if he will. I think he'll simmer down a little bit, but remain yeah. solid. I think. Yeah. Oh, I um, looked at uh, the Pats record. Or sorry, the Pats schedule, and they have yeah. a pretty good chance to go thirteen and three. And I split the difference on games that they could lose or could win, so yeah. they could they have a chance to go like fourteen and two or thirteen and three. Or I think I think the Bills the Bills are going to take one of them. Yeah, we think, almost think. almost lost to the Bills. Uh, the Ravens, Le- Lamar could go off. Uh, Dak could go off. Patrick Mahomes could beat us. You don't know. Lamar, Lamar's been uh, Lamar's been kind of shaky Re- this last rec- couple weeks. Recently, yeah, but maybe after yeah. his bye week or something, they can get on a hot streak by the time they get the, to the Patriots. Yeah, they'll figure things. Out. Uh, I don't know. Um, what was it? Oh, uh, the other guy I wanted to bring up. Some guy I don't think any anybody in in the league saw coming. The Washington Redskins receiver they drafted him in the third round from Ohio State. And the guy has just been lights out. He's, he was uh, Case Keenum's go-to target for the first little bit there. Uh, Redskins actually just fired their coach, Jay Gruden. So we'll see if, uh, you know, McLaurin keeps getting his touches. But he should. He's been absolutely dynamic. I watched a couple of the Redskins games as well. By the way, still have uh, – I've seen a little bit of every single NFL game. I watch NFL Red Zone on the weekends. Uh, but uh, I, so I've seen I've seen Terry McLaurin quite a bit. The guy's, the guy's deadly, man. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah. In the same vein, so is Marquise Brown. So Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh He goes as Lamar goes. 
yeah, which is yeah, most exactly. of the time what happens. And Lamar, Lamar's tapered <laughs> off a little bit, and that's the thing. Uh, even with the quarterback situation in Washington, McCorn still got his. So, yeah, that's uh, true. That's true. Oh, let me spring that's something it. on you here, real quick. What's that? Uh, our uh, our favorite wide receivers aren't doing too good either of them. <laughs> Who, who's that? OBJ for De- versus Devonte debate. Neither are playing oh. well. So, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. We'll get we'll get into that in a sec. I just want to hear Aiden. What's your uh, offensive rookie of the year pick? And how's that going? Uh, well, my offensive rookie of the year pick was AJ Brown. Um, so that's a little bit laughable right now. Uh, twelve he, receptions. He showed, he showed... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had like he's had a few big receptions, but he's had like twelve receptions for two hundred fifty yards and two touchdowns. The thing with Tennessee, man, they're just they're just wide receivers just go to there to die apparently right out of right out of college because well, they did the same thing with Corey Davis. I was hyped about Corey Davis. Now AJ Brown, AJ Brown's been better. Yeah, um, but I guess it remains to be seen whether or not he will actually pan out in the league as a actual number one. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I I don't really think I I don't know. I I expected him to be really good, and I was kind of picking him more as like a sleeper, but like I wasn't expecting him to be like amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought like I thought big, he had potential to be amazing. Big bold pick. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm not that disappointed that he's kind of. And Aiden, wasn't wasn't your defensive rookie of the year, uh, Devin Bush? Yeah, so I guess we can get into defensive now. Yeah, so I'll go. Yeah, my defensive was Devin Bush, who, I mean, personally, I think he has the best shot to be defensive rookie of the year currently. Um, I mean, so he's tied for number eight in the league in tackles. He's on pace to beat Darius Leonard, who one defensive rookie last year purely based on like his tackles um whoa really Darius Leonard had so many tackles yeah he, he had 160 I believe Devin Bush has uh 45 right now I thought the Steelers were slowly integrating I read an article saying that they're slowly integrating Devin Bush in or did they just abandon that completely they must have just abandoned it completely I mean he he's been playing like an absolute monster. I mean, last game he had a he had a great interception. Uh, can't remember who it was. Just ripped the ball away. Like it was it was a great oh I saw that play. yeah yeah and yeah it was against Lamar Jackson. So my fantasy took a a huge L from that. Thing. <laughs> just a a fun little um, tidbit in there. He's the only player in the looks to be like almost the top like. 30 or 40 on the tackles list to have an interception. What about uh what about um high tower? Um Don's a high tower? Well, yeah, isn't he the one with three like interceptions on the No, that's right Jamie now? Collins, but he's not even on oh. like um I was just about to bring him up actually. He's not even on the tackle list. Yeah, he doesn't have one tackle. <laughs> no, he he has one. He obviously has one tackle, but the lowest on the tackle list right now is thirty-one tackles, and that's like forty-seven. Oh, oh you mean just on the leaders page? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jamie, uh, how, sorry, how many how many tackles does Bush have exactly? Oh, is, sorry, is like... never mind. Forty-five. Yeah, I, I Jamie Collins has three picks. Sorry, I was I'm, actually uh, wrong. Yeah, but... and 20, 20 tackles. He's he's the only player in the top ten of the tackles. I was looking at the wrong section there. That was my fault. Um, he's the only player in like the top 15 that has a pick. 
like how do you how do you be tackles. a linebacker and have three interceptions and only twenty tackles? Yeah. And and he has a he has a pick six too. Well, but that's the well, thing. Like he, he plays he right. plays as a D he plays on a D end a lot. Uh, wow, that's he incredible. Plays, actually, he plays down a lot. Jamie the Pats, Collins. the Pats defense has always been good at just being good as a unit. They never have like, like I mean, Jamie Collins is doing great this season, but even then, like oh, they never great. really have one guy that's a standout. You know what I mean? Like if you think about the, uh, the Panthers, you've got Luke Keekley, Green Bay, it's Blake Martinez. Um, on boy. on every defense, you've got that one or the the one or three guys that are there like to set a statement. <laughs> Whereas with yeah. the Packers, I'll, it's like a joint I'll, effort. I'll, yeah, for sure. I just want to say any good defense, not every defense is one of those yeah. players. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'd say I'd, I'd even make the argument that like even bad defenses have a good player on that defense. Who's the Giants? Well, yeah, player? I just mean like one that has is like a tackle monster. Uh, the Giants? Yeah. Well, Jabril Peppers has been playing out of his mind this season. He's been playing Jabril so Peppers well. Jabril Peppers has been playing good. He's been playing like really well. He's well, been playing good. I will. Not, I will not put anything above. It, what, has he been playing safety or is like what? What kind safety. of is he just running like no? He's been, he's been playing he's, like purely safety. Oh, yeah, okay. but he's been playing super well. Like I've like you've been watching him, correct? Yeah, I have. He's had some very good plays, but he did the same thing for Cleveland. I like. I mean, I I don't think he's been playing super super well but like i think he's been playing good i'm very happy that he's doing well in 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 new york you know i was kind of upset when when cleveland traded him because i'm a big big uh big fan of cleveland i don't know i don't think he's been playing out of his mind i have not watched a a minute of those well i've i've seen some of the 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 giants game but like i haven't been watching peppers uh specifically yeah so i have no idea maybe fair enough uh, uh yeah we can um, talk about obj and adams real quickly because obj or okay so adams isn't even playing right now and obj i don't know what he was doing last night but wasn't his best effort no both uh both of our boys have been uh not great this year if you wanna, yeah because we look absolutely silly right now well, I mean, our, 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 yeah, I mean, we were, we were, but we were trying to figure out if they were elite, and they have not been elite yet this season. Um, well, one's one's injured, and one has a trash quarterback. Yeah, we can talk about Baker Mayfield not so that, uh, that's a, that's, not up to snuff. That that explains it. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been throwing touchdowns like mad though. He only has six touchdowns. That's true. Both but, quarterbacks aren't playing like elite right now. No. Uh, I don't know. It's a long season. We'll see how it goes. Hopefully, Devontae can get back on the field and OBJ can not. I mean, if he tucks the ball, I feel like he definitely wouldn't have fumbled that, but whatever. I don't know. When he was running that ball back on the punt, uh, I was just kind of like, "How? why are you holding the ball like that? Like, that's just not safe. Like, I get it's Odell Beckham, but like, holy crap, that was just not. But Devontae did have that 180 yard game. Yeah, both have had. Uh, one good game each. No touchdowns for Devontae and one for Odell. So you can't even compare it. Similar yards, similar receptions. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, uh, I mean, Odell has one more game played than Devontae. 
He does. So he does. That's true. Okay, that's true. And like I mean, like Devonte has better receiving numbers. Devonte also has. They have a combined one touchdown, which is great. Odell has it. Um, it's yeah, not. Like it's Marquise not. Been, it's Brown not had more season. touchdowns in one game than both of them put together. So yeah, same thing with Terry oh. McLaurin. So you know, it's not been a good season for either Odell or Devonte, but uh, you know, those guys Whatever. are still good. Yeah. It'll, it'll it'll pick up. There's still um 11 games left. It's a long season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it really is. All right. Um, just to keep this moving along, uh, yeah. we're just going to quickly talk about college football because there's a couple big games coming up today, and I know most of the people down in the States love college football. So if anybody is yeah. listening, we have LSU sure versus Florida. Brady so and Aiden fu- don't give a shit about college No, I, I, give, a sh- I give a shit. I, I just don't no, have time no. to uh, keep up with it. So, uh, I was about to say I, would I like, like to. college football, but it's just uh... – yeah, I a, like it. It's just, it's just a lot, and I fo- I've I religiously follow the four major sports, so it's to add yeah. college. Much. Right. It's okay. I'm I'm fine with being our college expert here. Yeah, that's good. good. Um, uh, just for Aiden, I believe he's a Mizzou fan. Just to update him, I I did watch some of their game. Their quarterback went out injured, and I think it wasn't serious. So I don't know. No, we'll Kelly, Kelly Bryant's back. Yeah, he, yeah. Kelly Kelly's already back. I think he's pretty good though. Like he was, he he's not bad. One thing I want to say actually, and uh, Kale Garrett, uh, number forty-seven on Mizzou, uh, middle linebacker. Yeah. That guy is crazy. Like he's not gonna get. I I guarantee you he will not go in the first round. But he's been SEC Player of the Week for like four straight weeks. Yeah, and has like I think four pick sixes in the past four weeks wow see the problem with the problem with like a, a team like that like mizzou is not necessarily a bottom dweller and in a different conference they would definitely be at the top but they're in the sec which is the most stacked like it's the the southeastern conference is the most stacked conference alabama georgia lsu uh texas a&m you have so many good teams mm-hmm. yeah that's very true Fair enough. Uh, just to just talk about it so far, it seems like it's definitely the most open year. Clemson is not playing up to what they were playing last year for sure. They're Dude, holding on to Trevor, a number two. Trevor Lawrence. I want to talk about Trevor Lawrence really quick. The guy's okay. numbers are not great. Everyone, no, like he I mean, a, he, he was the Heisman freshman year. He was a he had a great freshman year, and I thought he played outstanding. But Justin Fields is proving that he's the better quarterback at Ohio State. His numbers are way better than Trevor Lawrence's. And I've been saying that for time, that Justin Fields is a better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. So just to build on that, I mean, yeah. uh, Fields is the fifth. There's a pir- or the Heisman power rankings. He's number yeah. five. Um, yeah. You have number four, I think, was was it maybe Hurts, Jalen Hurts? Yeah, number four was Hurts. Number three was uh, the LSU quarterback, Joe Burrow. Yeah, Joe Burrow. He's playing ridiculous right now. He's on pace. He's got 22 touchdowns so far, and the season record for LSU is 28. So he's uh, um, LSU has the number one ranked offense in the SEC, I think, right now. Yeah, maybe he's, even uh, football. He put himself into like because he was a uh, he he was where I think he was at Ohio State and never got a shot to start at Ohio State, so he's like screw it, I'm transferring. LSU needs always needs quarterback, so he transfers to LSU. 
And he put himself this season alone, put himself into, you know, like top three round draft quarterback. And like, you know, if he continues to ball out when the Heisman does well at the, uh, at the combine, we could be looking at a, a future first round pick at quarterback from LSU, which is not too common. Easily. Yeah. I mean, the trend or the stock is going up for sure. Especially oh, yeah. If he wins the Heisman, I mean, it'll be sky high, but he'll be, a, he'll be, as long as he plays the way he's playing right now, he'll be on uh on the power rankings. Although I will say the LSU is going into their kind of like, uh, it's, it's like a, their, their schedule is pretty daunting coming up. They have, uh, out or Florida next week or this Saturday, um, yep. in death Valley. So in Louisiana, uh, that's five versus yep. seven. And that should be a tough game. Florida beat them last year. So they're kind of on a revenge mission. Yeah. Um, they have, uh, what's the other team? They have Auburn coming up and then they have Alabama right after. So it's like, if they can weeks. kind of run that gauntlet, then they should be pretty good. Yeah, Alabama's always going to be tough though, no matter what. Like you got you got Tua right now, but like you know, years and years go down the line, like you're still going to have to deal with them for. Yeah, I mean that should be a really good game when LSU plays Alabama, just because they have uh, the probably the two best receiving core in the in all of like college football. So that should be fun to watch. It'll be an yeah. offensive blowout for sure from both teams. Um, Hopefully, I mean, other than that, LSU's like, got a great yeah. defense. They got some good pieces. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're healthy. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I said, this is the most open year. I mean, Alabama's looking dominant, but Clemson's not looking as good, and Clemson has the easiest schedule, and they're not looking as good. So who knows? Uh, Oklahoma and Ohio State are both looking pretty strong. I mean, even Florida, like down at seven, which isn't even that low, but they're looking pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah, Florida finds it always always finds a way to blow it, so just waiting for that. Um, yeah, but you know, uh, really, really quick. Um, I do want to I do want to bring this up. I hold on, I should should probably have had this uh, pulled up. But it, there was it came out today that there was some uh, there was a a letter sent to uh, a, a player on Penn State. His name's. Uh, Jonathan Sutherland, I believe. Yeah, Jonathan Sutherland. There was a letter sent to him from uh, some alumni, and I just like, just so brutally racist. Like I, uh, I'm oh yeah, it, up. it was I'm, it was I'm... so like it was so like indicative of institutionalized racism. They didn't even know they were being racist. That's how bad well, it was. Exactly. So, well, do you want me to read it out just for context? Yeah, yes. I, yeah. Go ahead, Brady. Uh, I'll do it real quick. I might, I might mess up many times. Okay, here we go. Okay. So, yeah, they, it's, it's like a lifelong fan. You used to go to uh, Penn State, and you sent this guy this letter. Dear Jonathan, my wife and I are proud older graduates of Penn State. We all follow Penn State sports, football, wrestling, volleyball, gymnastics, basketball. We love it all. I played all the sports in my younger days, still played full-court basketball into my 50s. Love the competition, but never had the size or talent to reach your level, though, I desi- though the desire was there. <laughs> Though the athletes of today are certainly superior this guy is to so corny. Yeah, I know it's so bad. Though the athletes of today are certainly superior in my in, to those in my days, we miss the clean-cut young men and women from those days. Watching the Idaho game on TV, we couldn't help but notice your well awful hair. Surely there there must be mirrors in the locker room. Don't you have parents or girlfriend who've told you those shoulder-length dreadlocks look disgusting or certainly not attractive? 
We congratulate you on your game against Pitt, but you need to remember you represent all Penn Staters, both current and those alumni from years past. We would welcome the reappearance of dress codes for athletes. You will certainly be playing on Sunday in the future, but we have stopped watching the NFL due to the disgusting tattoos, awful hair, and immature antics in the end zone. Players should act as if they've been there before. For the glory, Dave Peters. That's just that's... so, like, like it's, I, I don't know. It, it, that frustrates me so much that, we, you know, it's 2019 and we're still seeing, like, oh, I cut your dreads and blah, blah, blah. No, it's, it's you know, it's a... It's part of like African American heritage to have dreadlocks. Like I don't know the whole thing behind it. I really wish I did. Um, but like it is, it is. It's a cultural thing for African American. It's like uh, the it's like uh, the same as like a, your skin color. It's just like the way a race yeah, looks. It, so it's just, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a it, feature. It's a feature of them. You know, like imagine, like it is so mind blowing. Go ahead, Aiden. I like. I just want you guys yeah. to like think about this for a second because this is what truly like boggles my mind. Imagine being so bored in your older years that you have the time to sit down and write to a guy that's playing football at Penn State just to talk to him about his hair. Like, how bored do you have to be? Like, that—that that is yeah, a sad, um, sad man. Um, well, that's, that's retirement. No, that's not retirement. No, that's exactly what I'm gonna do in retirement. I'm just gonna sit down and cuss out all these old people or all these uh, young kids. Um, yeah, this no, is the I'm, dude I'm, that I'm makes getting, people get off so. his lawn for sure. Yeah, he he's. I don't know. Up. This is. It's the most blatant. Like, it's probably like, like it's, entitlement. It's so hard to put into like words. But, like how bad this is, just because. Like, how entitled do you feel that you have power? Just being an alumni of a university, like how much you think you have power over the way that people dress and you don't even go to the university anymore. You don't have any authority. Like you just, I don't know. This is. Yeah. No, it's you're entirely really right. Are, are, I'm going to be honest as well. Like, so I, I looked up, I looked up who the guy was and, um, you know, obviously had to look at like, you know, what he actually looks like. And he, the dreads look sick on the guy. There's some guys where I like, I'm going to be honest. Like I don't like their dreads. Like Will Fuller, I don't like his dreads. I thought he, like I thought his short hair suited him better. But this guy looks absolutely dope, and especially with the helmet, seeing the dreads come like flying out from behind the helmet when he's making tackles because the guy plays safety. Um, it looks sick. So like, I don't understand how you can say like it's like ugly looking or anything like that. Like it's just it blows my mind. Well, like, but Chase, Chase Winovich, I hated his hair. I thought his hair was brutal. I can't believe we're talking uh, about football players' hair on this podcast. But no, uh, I mean uh, it's I I like Chase. He's I, he's a fun guy. Pat. Uh, or, I thought his hair. Uh, I thought his hair was brutal. But again, like Clay Matthews, it's fine. It, it, yeah, same thing with Clay Matthews. Well, I didn't. I, I like. I again. I thought Clay Matthews. I love hair Clay Matthews. Him, suited him well. But like, I'm just. Saying, I'm just saying, like long hair in general. Like it's okay when think, it's a white person, the, but I don't know. Yeah. The bottom line is, no matter who you are, you can't really think that you have authority on the way pre- people like present themselves if you're not the person yourself. No, of like, course. That's just like the bottom. The bottom line is like, what does it have to do with you? Like, what does it actually have to do with that person who wrote the letter? Well, like, I think I think his idea or what his message was is that it reflects poorly on him that that player has dreads because he's an alumni. So pe- he thinks that people are going to look down on him because someone that went to the same university as him in the, I don't know, the Civil War area or, or <laughs> era. era. Like, yeah. like, I don't know. I think that's the main message. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I like Ryan. I, I was just blown away by that. Like, I get like you know being part of something, and then you want it to be like represented well. Like, you want yourself to be represented well. The dreads are not a negative representation. They're not a representation of Penn State. But like, uh, going to be honest, they're they're, they're not. And same. Um, and, and what a stupid reason to stop watching the NFL. He said, "I was tat- just about tat- to say that, Brady." Tattoos, antics. He says, "End zone antics." That means touchdown celebrations. Yeah, I, I bet this guy hates Marcus Stroman too. <laughs> like, is this guy from 1776? Like, like, did he sign the Declaration yeah. of Independence? Like, how old is this guy? I like, hate that's I hate tattoos have been around for so long. Yeah, yeah, I I hate sports traditionalists. They're pretty much the worst. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Let them have fun. Let the like let the sport evolve. Let the just it's like the humanity evolve. It's, yeah, it's, it's entertainment. Fun. It's it's literally in the entertainment industry. Let's let it be entertainment. Yeah, mm-hmm. it don't. Uh, it's it's not for you, Grandpa. Like I don't know. I, like if Ryan, if you if you, I, I'm really happy you showed us that. Like because Ryan sent it to, sent that to us today, I believe. Um, oh yeah. It was like yeah. T- it, this is yeah. This is today. But when I when, Ryan when I first read it, I. You would have told me if you if we had to like read it live on the podcast, like I would have had to turn my volume like oh my mic off and just like just be fuming here for a second because I was so pissed off. Like it, it's just yeah. one of those things that just like racism just obviously it should piss everybody off that it still exists, but it it just it, ignorant stupid that it still exists and that you know this letter was even thought about and then sent. Somebody had a yeah, I think sending a, a whole and they still didn't. Yeah, I mean, obviously poor choice by him, but it's so new that like, like it happened today. So I kind of feel like I have the feeling that maybe he's going to probably address this. Hopefully, Penn, Penn hopefully. State. Penn State has uh, condemned the letter. Oh, good. Yeah. That was quick. Good. It's in the it's in the replies. I saw it earlier today. Yeah. You, yeah, you can't be tweet. letting your alumni be dickheads like yeah they know sir like imagine like this guy seems to be so proud of the fact that he's an alumni from penn state but is what seems like like would you not knowingly think that like this is gonna be embarrassing yourself and probably the humor like the university more than a guy with dreadlocks that that letter alone is way more embarrassing and way more like detrimental to the reputation of Penn State than than having than a guy with dreads. Or no, I know, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't he yeah, willingly? Yeah. Like, wouldn't he know this? Like, because well, it no, doesn't. Because yeah, him him sending a letter is more indicative of like the culture that was at Penn State during that guy's time than it is have, uh, for a guy having dreadlocks, which is the same point that you guys both had, I think. I, I don't yeah, know if he yeah, it was. thought that he was going to get through to this kid or whatever, or if this guy was going to keep the letter private and chop off his dreads the next day. But, like, <laughs> it's kind of just, like, a dumb, like, who would think to even do that? Like, well, I don't even know you could do that. The the point the point is he's he's old he's retired he's bored he he wears white robes on Tuesday nights that's that's the more you know that's that's all it is just a bored guy just just doing whatever it's oh this is the guy yo this is okay is Penn State not like considered an Ivy League school I don't think so Uh, yeah yeah, I think they consider themselves an this is the guy that's like he tells people he went to an Ivy League school and then when people oh was it Yale or Harvard. He's like, no, I was Penn State, and then the other people have no idea what he's talking about. It's like uh, yeah. Tim Page saying he went to Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. He was the Arkansas he State played... Tech Wonder Boys. Oh. <laughs> uh, you, How could you, you know... be a State Tech? 
there, I think there is a state tag. I don't know, man. <laughs> Just a fact check. University of Pennsylvania is Ivy, but Penn State is not Ivy. Oh, okay, okay, oh, okay. So U Penn's Ivy. Um, U Penn is but, Ivy. But gotcha. Penn State has Same. been labeled one of the public Ivies, a publicly funded university considered as proving a quality education comparable to those. Right. That's what. Uh, yeah. Got, so he got, he definitely that. tells his friends he he went to an Ivy League school. Yeah, probably, probably like, and brags about his his uh, athletic days. But he's probably <laughs> yeah. like fourth, fourth, fourth string. Yeah, we had the flex was that. I still played full league basketball uh, into, into my fifties. I had what the desire to play pro football. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up! Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I probably I shouldn't be cussing as much, but uh, that's just I don't know. It infuriates me that there's still ignorance like this in the world. I mean, it's fine. We don't need to roast the guy because obviously life roasted him, but. Ooh. Yeah, he's getting roasted enough. The reply has got him pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure he doesn't even have Twitter or no. Facebook. Or... No. Actually no, no he doesn't have Facebook. But, but if he Face. did, if he did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm sure like I'm sure that the Penn State's gonna be making him issue an apology to the kid, hopefully. Well, they said they haven't even found who the guy is. Like they have his name, but like they don't really know who he is. That says what if he never they, even uh... went to Penn State? Even yeah, that would be yeah, and went to a couple of Penn State football games. <laughs> Turns out he, the he wishes he got in. Yeah, the <laughs> desire was there tour. just to go to Penn State. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I had ambitions of going to Penn State, but uh, never could. He was too dumb to get in. Well, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Probably. All right, anyways, guys, we should probably wrap this one up. I know we usually wrap something, wrap these up with like a little, a little fun little thing, but I don't, uh, don't think we will today. We're just gonna, we're just gonna. But all y'all boys want, got midterms. Do, I don't do know. Want, I feel like, I, I feel like uh, wrapping it up by roasting old white men's funny enough. I like it. I like hey, to. Somebody's got to do it. That's true. <laughs> I I usually wrap it up with a condom, but we can do it with old white men too. <laughs> all good right. Call, good call. Good call. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, class. Wow. What <laughs> Are a, you gonna wrap up your expanding package? Oh, yeah, nice. What a, what a good bit. That's what we what call a in a, that's what we call in the film industry a callback. Nice. nice. We, <laughs> hey, we got our first callbacks. Yeah. We're like uh, the Tiny Meat Gang podcast now because they have so many callbacks. There we go. We're, we're just like them, except we have no listeners and no money income. Yeah. So. No one. No funny. one remembers our and we're not funny. We're the only so ones just, that remember them. Just like them, exactly. We're we're almost exactly like them. Except, we're just not funny or like, you know, yeah. Like and every said. everything else, yeah. But we do have a podcast. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we do it's have debatable. a podcast. It's Case and Punt, and and Case and Punt at Case and Punt on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Hey, do you the, think, do you think Tiny Me will do a collab with us? For sure. Uh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'll, I'll ask them at the next con- at the next uh, show. There you go. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, you're gonna have to right, buy um, VIP just to talk to them. I will. I'll get a collab going, boys. So I got a I got a question for you guys actually, really quick. So now that we uh, so I'm putting all our Instagram links in the in the description. Do we still want to do a Where can you find me or is that still gonna be Obviously. a thing we do? Uh, all right, then Ryan, where, Ryan, where can we find you? Yes. Um, check uh, the uh, link in the description. Yeah, Brady. What about you? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, same thing. Just check the link. Uh, what about you, Aiden? Yeah, you know, same thing. Just uh, check the link in the description below. 
Leave us a like, comment, and click that um, bell notification so you can keep updated. Yeah. Fastest growing family on YouTube. Like, comment, <laughs> rate, subscribe. <laughs> and also, the the intro and outro music is done by Brennan, the producer. Look him up on SoundCloud. Shout out. The guy's sick. The music that he put up for, put up for us is dope. So thanks. Wait, we have thanks outro again, music Brennan. now? It's we have intro thing. and outro music. It's the same song. Oh, it's the same one. Uh, well, uh, if you listen, yeah, I, I, I just like cut it in half, kind of thing, and throw it, throw it half on the end. It's nice. All right, guys. Yeah, like I said, all our Instagram links are in the description. Um, and yeah, I guess uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, everybody. May your punts be high and down inside the ten. See ya. <laughs>